Welcome to episode 229 of Pixels and Inks podcast. 229, I'm feeling fine. I'm back. Cody's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I lost him in a basement somewhere. He's editing. So I do. I, I've just chained him up in a basement to edit. That's fair. Yes. I'm sure he likes it a little bit. Just a little. Yeah. So this week I'm joined by Phil. That's me. And Brendan. Hello. When was the last time you were on cast, Brendan? Like two weeks ago, three weeks oh. ago. While I was gone, I guess? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys get up to while I'm not here. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. You, you, we're so touched. Right <laughs> so touched, right? <laughs> when you're away from work, you want to do more work. Oh, cause, so it's work to listen to our podcast. Well, I it's work-related. It's hard enough for me to play video games when I get home. Cause I'm like, oh, my God, it's work. Not cool, Mel. Not cool. I'm hurt. Yeah. Oh, I'm here now. Thank God. And our then and next week we go on break, so I won't see you again. <laughs> no, next week we have our Game of the Year podcast. I understand that. What This is a discussion we'll have after the podcast. Yes, okay. Cut. Phil apparently won't be here. I don't know yet. We'll see. I leave. Well, we'll just. We're don't make me the, come and chain you up too, Phil. We're having on the podcast now. Yes. Um, I leave for, to go home for the holidays, like the next oh. morning. So I may, like, need to, like. You know, pack and stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for anyone who doesn't follow Phil on Twitter, please do it before he gets to his family for mm-hmm. Christmas because his tweeting is fantastic. Mm-hmm. As Cody and I have mentioned before. You have indeed. Yes. I appreciate that. Well, I mind that I don't think you'd mind if I pointed out considering you tweet about it. So I do. I do fair. it a lot. You want people to know about it. Yeah, no, that's fair. This week we'll start with, do you mind if we start with movie news? Oh, yeah, we can do that. Because then we don't have to have a whole fill section. Okay, Break up your enough. section yeah. into two sections. Totally fair. Totally fair. Let me just get up the movie news. Oh, I'm sorry. And here we go. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. First up, we'll do some trailer talking. Uh, Spider-Man trailer. Spider-Man trailer. Spider-Man I trailer? saw pieces. It looks okay. You saw pieces? pieces. <laughs> you couldn't put together the three minutes? I, I, <laughs> have we had this conversation before? I do not really watch it's trailers, It's true. You don't right? watch a lot of trailers. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. ruins stuff. I know. I understand. So I didn't watch a lot of it. I saw yeah. pieces of it. Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting that Marissa Tomei is his mom. Yeah. It's just weird. It's weird, yeah. I like it. I mean, I like Marissa Tomei. It's just... Yeah, she's a great actress. I'm used to seeing her in a different world. All of a sudden, she's Spider-Man's mom. I know, right? It's yeah. very strange. And then I watched. I just watched the Seinfeld episode where George tries to date her. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, because I, I, in a few weeks, we managed to get through the entire series of wow. Seinfeld. Good job. Well, know, Seinfeld's I, easy watching. Yeah, it is. I, sl- I slept through some of it. What's your favorite episode? I, I, you know what? I watched it again. There's so many good ones. I, know, it's I hard couldn't to say. even. But I if forgot you had how to. many of them are so good. But if you had to, I don't even know. I can name some of mine if that helps. I know you like the chicken. I love the chicken one a lot. Yeah, I like the chicken one a lot. I like the um, uh, the one with the special shoes and the Jimmy. Big fan of the Jimmy. Um, I like. uh, I love that one actually. That's one of my favorites. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, I like the. um, uh, I forgot about the master of the domain. Obviously. Um, the, the yada uh, yada episode. Like, yada, I forgot yada. how many good ones there are. Yeah, because normally the great ones are like, you think of them as like two or three different episodes because they're all the plots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's too many good ones. All right. But anyway, Spider Man. Um, <clears throat> I'm very much on board with it. I like the tone. I like it. Looks, it looks fun. Yeah. So, it's, so Marvel Studios is doing it, but this is not Disney put out? Yeah. Like, that's the Because Sony's putting it out. The right? deal they struck is that uh, Marvel Studios is entirely, entirely in charge of the creative side. They can put Spider-Man in anything else they want. Yeah. 
and then Sony releases it, and I think it's like a 60-40 split on the profits or something That makes like sense. That. So Sony gets more of the profit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. still a lot of money, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, they'll yeah. do fine off that. Oh, yeah. That, that's still a yeah. lot of money. And they already have, like, the next one planned for 2019 or something like that. Yep. Yeah. So there'll be lots of those coming up quick. I think that's why they did the Vulture first. It was, A, a villain we hadn't seen before, and B, not one of the greatest ones so that they can have something to sell the sequel with that comes out in two years. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm on board. It looks cute. Um, yeah, I kind of like I like the high school comedy tone. I think that'll fit. I like that all the characters actually look like high school students. That's a nice instead what of a crazy a concept, change eh? of pace. Yeah, yeah, instead of 30-year-old playing 15-year-old, 16-year-old. Yeah, definitely. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, I do like his portrayal in Civil War. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Nice touch. I like the relationship with him and Tony. Yeah. That will continue. Yeah, I really have no complaints about it so far. I'm sure there will be plenty by the time it comes out, but right now I'm pretty happy about it. All right, so there's that. And now, more importantly, uh, did you guys watch the Fast and Furious 8 trailer? Oh, yes. This week? The Fate not. of the Furious. Uh, fate of the Furious. Um, <laughs> well, the Fate of the Furious, that was the trailer for the trailer, which I, of course, watched. But I also watched the main trailer. You watched the full trailer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, how dare Vin Diesel portray oh, yeah. the whole family? That's outrageous. That guy cares about family more than anything. Yeah, the whole <laughs> series is family. Yeah, family. and he's betraying all of them, his family? It's just, like, I don't know how to deal with it. I, I mean, don't, I'm, 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 no. I'm really upset about it. I've had a hard time. Um, I, like, I can only hope this is a ruse. I don't know for sure, obviously. <laughs> I can't. I don't want to second-guess the writers of the Fast and Furious series, but... They are geniuses, I, after all. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they have my heartstrings. So I hope... I mean, God willing, Vin is under duress. There's good reason for this. Oh, yeah, Most likely be. involving threatening to his family. Of like, course, He's yeah. actually doing this to save the family, although we can't be certain of that. And more importantly, I can just... We can only hope that a strong family man like The Rock has the ability to, to unite the team under such dire Of course, yeah. Well, and, with um, those muscles, how would he not be? God speaking? willing, yeah. And, um, and yeah, it looks like The Rock is going to try and make Jason Statham good, which is crazy. Like, did he not see the last one? Jason Statham's so evil. But he's going to be good this that's time. That's insane. No, that's insane. That's yeah. destined to fail. There's no know. way that's going to happen. <laughs> Um, I don't know. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot to chew on. I recommend watching it a few times to really dig in. And yeah, <sighs> it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's really a lot. So I didn't watch it. It took, I can understand because you don't like trailers ruining movies. Well, and my God, this ruined my day, <laughs> not just the movie. I realized it took me three months to watch the Rings trailer because I was like, hey, there's a Rings trailer. <laughs> it's like three months old. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I didn't even realize. Well, it doesn't look like the Rings is coming out, so that's not going to ruin Ever? anything. Ever? I, don't know what's, I mean, like, of course it'll come out eventually, but it was supposed to come out on Halloween that got canceled. But there's no, like, makeup release date for it. I feel like it looks like they were going to continue it from The Ring versus The Grudge. Not probably officially, but a little bit, because I don't want to spoil The Ring versus The Grudge, but we know what happens in it. Yeah. And then from what it looked like, it's all these kids saw it because it's on the internet. Right. So oh, I see. Yeah. So well, I can't. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I don't think that the people in charge of Rings care about Ring versus Scribe. <laughs> I can't see them doing that. That's subtitled, so I think they're assuming <laughs> that no one will pay attention. Okay. But um, I, I appreciate the angle that you brought to it. Yeah, it's a neat angle. Yeah. Thank you. No Thank problem. You. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing it. So yeah, no, no, maybe no, no. next I w- Halloween. I would see it. Yeah. I just it, it, I was kind of bummed out when it got removed because after Ring versus Grudge, I was down to do a little more Ring. Exactly. You're like, but, oh, let's see what happens here. Mm-hmm, not gonna happen. All right. Next up, uh, David Ayer. 
who made um, uh, Suicide Squad. Okay. Our favorite movie. Which I still haven't watched, by the way. Uh, So he has his new movie lined up to direct. He's going to direct a film called Gotham Sirens. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Gotham City Sirens, right? No, just Gotham Sirens. Okay, but it's... But it's set in Gotham City, yeah. Yeah. It's with Harley Quinn and a variety of Batman villainesses. Because they have... So they have the comic series Gotham City Sirens, which is Harley, oh. Catwoman, and Ivy. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, so I guess that would be it would be a direct adaptation of the that. The thing is, I don't think they actually restarted it when they did New Fifty Two. They haven't touched it for a while. It's, right, it's, it's a, just a property that it's exists. It's an older, yeah, it's an yeah. older property that exists where yeah. it's Harley, Catwoman, and Ivy. Okay, and they get into some mischief. To no good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They'll probably add in someone else. I'm trying to think, uh, there must be other female Batman villains. Uh, there was the one who looked like Mr. Freeze, the female one. Yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. Um, they'll probably bring in other villains from the... Anyway, that's happening. And I would be excited about that conceptually, but Maybe it's the some guy of the Suicide Squad women? Probably. Yeah, I guess so. I would be excited for that uh, conceptually, except for the fact that now the guy that made Suicide Squad's in charge. Yeah. So That's a bad thing. I'm just going to ruin bad, it again. Yeah. yeah, and everyone will have tattoos, and it'll be stupid. <laughs> Maybe a lot of bad MTV-type cuts... Yeah, oh, lots yeah. of it, lots of it. So anyway, that's a thing, and you people that made Suicide Squad successful should be ashamed of yourselves because this is your fault. All right, <laughs> um, good news. There's going to be a film called Robin Hood Origins. Uh, do we need an origin tells story? The story of Robin Hood. Well, I think said oranges, and no, I was like, origins. Um, well, there was the Robin Hood origin story a few years ago with Russell Crowe, yeah. but that wasn't dark and gritty enough. Okay, they yeah. say that this one's going to be dark and gritty, which is interesting because that's what they said last time. And um, darker, grittier. Don't we already have Prince of Thieves and all these other ones? Oh yeah, lots of them. And I don't think people care about Robin Hood anymore, but we're getting a new one. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, Taron Egerton, who was the star of Kingsman, he's going to be Robin Hood. Uh, Jamie Fox is going to be Little John, naturally. <laughs> And, sure, uh, why not? And they just cast Ben Mendelsohn, who's a great Australian actor and the villain of Rogue One, um, is going to be the sheriff of Nottingham. So, yeah. Sure. That's happening. Yeah, um, Robin Hood's not really uh, a part of our pop culture anymore. Nope. Like, but you know what it is? It is public domain. Oh. So that they're going to keep trying to make it part of our pop culture until we say no. So there we go. Yay. More um, next up, uh, Zombieland director Ruben Fleischer is going to make uh, Jekyll, starring Chris Evans, a.k.a. Captain America. Oh, this will really be no. a jo- Dr. Jekyll film. Um, but it's going to be set in modern day, and it's a dis- Chris Evans will play a descendant of Dr. Jekyll. Okay. okay. So sure. he's not actually playing. Well, no. He's a descendant of Dr. Jekyll, so he, he has the Mr. Hyde thing. But because he's a descendant and this has been a family disease, he knows about it and he has himself like tied up at night to ensure that Doctor okay. Mr. Hyde doesn't go out. Is this going to so be a, it's like gonna be fine? Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, like, nothing nothing's going to happen. Nothing, no, yeah, yeah, it's just going to be yeah. mostly about a guy like living a nice noble life. <laughs> um, it's going to be another I Frankenstein or Victor Frankenstein. Well, I'm inclined to believe with it being Ruben Fleischer that it'll be a comedy. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Um, which it is kind of a silly concept. It will be. Uh, there is going to be. Another Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is part of a Universal's monster movie yeah. universe. So there will be competing Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde movies. So we have that Yay. to look forward to. Okay. And this will be the underdog. Uh, I don't know, man. It's got Thor in it. That hot Dr. Dr. Jekyll. Evans, oh, Captain sorry, Chris. America. Sorry, yeah. yeah. It's got Captain America in it. It does. They've it, got quite the following now. It's true, but it doesn't have... 
believe it's Russell Crowe that's, oh, that's Dr. Jekyll in the Universal Monster Universe, so it'll be confusing. Really? Mythologies will be crossed. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, yep, so that's something that we can all look forward to. And finally, good news, they're going to remake Little Shop of Horrors. They don't need to do that. Nope. Like, hasn't it been done twice now? Yeah. yeah. But more specifically, they're remaking the musical. Oh, okay. um, But not doing the beloved songs. This will be a new musical of Little Shop of Horrors. Oh. Uh, and. Uh, I like Little Shop of Horrors. This yeah, sounds... I love it. It's amazing. There's no way. Like, it's just impossible to top that puppet. That's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And uh, our puppets, I should say. And um, to not have those amazing songs, like this is just has disaster written all over. Without suddenly Seymour, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it at all. No, seriously. Um, did you ever see the director's cut that they released a couple of years ago? No, no, I never did. Oh, you should do that. So like, um, the musical ended like the original movie did with the plant winning and taking mm -hmm. over the world. Yeah. I didn't. The. Okay, sorry. Go. What? Nope. Go for the. Well, director's the plant cut. still survived, kind of, in this little twist yeah. at the end of Little Shop of Horrors. Is that what you mean? Um, but no, the original ending of the of the eighties Little Shop of Horrors is this like gigantic apocalypse sequence that goes mm. on for like it's like an extra song that goes on for six minutes and they're like it's by far the most expensive sequence in the movie and there's like plants destroying all of New York City and is amazing but they cut it because it's super depressing because <laughs> the like the monster eats the heroes and then sings a song and takes over the world. But uh, they released it on Blu-ray a couple of years ago, and you can finally see the original ending, and I highly recommend everyone do that because it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. I just pictured little Aubrey's running around. Little Aubrey No, 2s. giant ones like Godzilla. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giant ones tearing up the city and singing songs. It's fantastic. So I've seen that sequence. I just never watched the full Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm. really, really good. Yeah, it was like there was a like black and white kind of like work print version that was around for a while, and then they like cleaned it up, did it up special. And I can't recommend it enough if you're a fan of Little Shop of Horrors. So do that. Um, don't like pay that. for it, though, because if you do, you'll continue to further this yeah, unfortunate yeah. desire that there's a market for a new Little Shop of Horrors, and no one needs that. No, yeah. no one does. Mm -hmm. So there you go. That's that, Mel. Thank you. No problem. Should we get into the game news? Yeah, game and comic news. Um, let's see here. Well, we have uh, Pokemon Go still going. They've released the next set of Pokemon. It worked, by the way. I downloaded Pokemon again. I haven't played in, what, three months, maybe? And then I was like, ooh, new Pokemon. I'll download it. So I downloaded it on Monday. And I saw Pikachu in the Santa hat. Did it's that make thing. you happy? I didn't go out and get it, though, because I was like, it's 11 o'clock at night, and it's in a dark park, and it's cold outside. So it is something that they're doing, a Christmas update to Pokemon Go, where you can get Pikachu in a Santa hat. It doesn't add anything to Pikachu stat-wise or attack-wise or anything special. It's just... Just you can find him in a Santa hat. Pikachu in a Santa hat. Oh, right. man. What a time to be alive. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. Kind of dumb. And the new dumb. generation, you can only get by hatching eggs. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They what? You get them at an egg form. That's the only way to get them. You can't see them out in the wild. It's kind of dumb. I think so far it's only been seven has been found for the new generation. Mm. Or caught or hatched, however you want to say it. So it's still a thing. So if you stop playing Pokemon Go, especially in Canada, because the tracker app didn't work so well, the tracker app is like better. Okay. It's better now. Not as good as what they have in the States, but it's much better than it was. And step and in the right direction. Pikachu in a Santa hat. Which you can evolve into Raichu in a Santa hat. Woo. Okay, we should also talk about, um, did everyone watch, this is a little older, but we weren't here last week. Did everyone watch uh, the Nintendo Switch on Jimmy Fallon? No. I did. It looked like... Sure. 
fine. I don't trust Nintendo anymore. Yeah, I no, I I'm still I actually am still like pro this. I think it's a cool idea. It's uh, a cool idea, but it. I mean, I'm just upset because they really let the fans down with the Wii U. <coughs> just well, in I support think, and well, everything. Well, I think they let themselves down with it. I think they like they did push it and then it failed and then no one would make games for it yep. and they gave up. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. But how's that going to carry over to a new console? Well, this one they're going to support. Yeah, yeah. Until they'll want to make games for it because it fails, and then they'll just drop it again? Not necessarily. <laughs> I think this concept's cool enough that it's sustainable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the Wii, the Wii U was, like, really cool in practice. It was really cool in, was cool in theory, but then in practice, it wasn't that. Well, the biggest problem with the Wii U was the game pad they released was kind of dated by the time they yeah, yeah. came out. Like, they like kind of a low resolution screen. Yeah, it was dated and like it took too long to charge and there were just a lot of problems with it. I'm sure Not fun to play games on? (laughs) Yeah, no. Well, the two screen thing was just kind of... uh, Pointless. Yeah. See, I like the two screen thing. Well, I mean, it can work sometimes, certainly. Like, I was one of the few people that really liked what they did with Star Fox. Yeah. But I think it was like a little... I think it was a little more impractical than they led it to believe. Um, Now, I say that with the new system essentially being a two screen situation. Yep. again, but at least now it's not required and has the portability aspect. No, it's not really it. two-screen, though, because when it goes in the dock, the old screen gets hidden. This is true, but at the same time, I'm certain there will be games in which you can take it out of the dock. And I don't know, because the dock is actually an HDMI thing, so that's how it hooks up to the TV. Oh, right. So you can't actually do two-screen, so unless they have make a separate little controller that okay, also has a screen mind. on it. Never mind. Never mind. So I, I can't play with a screen in my, like... A friend can't no. play on the TV because no. that was the thing I liked about the Wii U. Because can't do that. Yeah. For me, because of my vision to play with the Wii, like to play games, I generally sit right in front of the television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Wii U, I could actually use the gamepad and yeah. sit on the couch, and then Mike could use like use a television, mm-hmm. and it was just more. Well, oh, that for you can me. do. You can you do that? Well, not for with two the, player, but I mean, you can take the. Yeah, so it, it works for me for that aspect, yeah. but then I lose the the whole couch yeah. co-op aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you'll figure that out. Maybe I was the only fan of the Wii U in that regard. No, I liked it. I liked when they did games that were like creatively designed, built around that, like the um, in the like Wii U theme park thing. Mm. There was the like haunted house where the person with the screen ha- had a ghost that the people on the TV could. I think see. that was that was actually kind of neat. Yeah, there were cool ideas that they just didn't really implement. They just didn't get a chance to implement. Yeah, and then they started struggling level. to try and include the Wii U yeah. game yeah, 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 like yeah. Mario Party, where you needed it just to tap Amiibos. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty yeah. dumb to roll and stuff. And it's just like, oh, this became you had to tap an Amiibo every time or something stupid. Mm. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> we'll see. Because today they also uh, there was a Switch leak. Which showed How more. So? They, uh, all the patent documents leaked out. Oh, uh, okay. So the game gave us a bit of information. Like there apparently is some kind of, there will be some kind of 3D headset that they've patented. <laughs> oh, interesting. I mean, they don't, it might, a lot of patents you just patent just in case, just so you yeah, don't have yeah, anyone yeah. else take it from you. Yeah. But there's a patent for some kind of head mounted display where you slip the console into it and things like that. Interesting. It could be neat. I don't know. Interesting. Could be. Well, yeah. I guess we'll find out next year. I'm curious to see what they do with that. Well, because I did really like, and again, I'm pretty well alone in this, the glasses 3, 3D on the, on the yeah, yeah. With 3DS. I still find that very impressive. So with a headset, perhaps they've come up with something. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, if there's a headset, not glasses free, but like maybe has some sort of like in-room yeah, yeah. interaction or something like that. which Could be neat. Would be cool. I mean, it, it's also coming out right, uh, that it's less powerful than the PS4, but I think we all knew that anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's sort of how they do. Also, I mean, it's a, it's a thing that's kind of portable, so of course it's less powerful than the PS4. Yeah, of like, course. How could it not be? 
But I guess they're trying to merge their super successful 3DS mm-hmm. with a home console. Well, the thing is, they're not saying that this is replacing the 3DS. The 3DS is apparently going to oh, continue. Oh, I don't think they'll ever replace that thing. That thing I'm is sure. a powerhouse. Yeah, People totally. People love it. Well, yeah, which is funny because when the 3DS came out, everyone was saying it was underperforming and yep. dead and disaster. And then all of a sudden, guess what happened? And then recently it started outselling the PS4 in Japan. Again. Seriously? Yep. Yeah. That's interesting. So people love the 3DS. I and Lord knows I do. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a nice system. It's a really nice system. It is. It which one? Really which well. 3DS do you have? The launch one. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The weird metallic purple or no black. Okay, the black one's yeah. nice. Weird metallic purple. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Well then. Yeah. Also, this week, um, comic somewhat related news mm-hmm. is for people who don't know. Back in October, Wonder Woman was voted into the UN or appointed to the UN to represent women and girls rights just as a she can't do anything because she's mm-hmm. not a real person mm-hmm. but she was supposed to head up a campaign through 2017 to bring awareness to it oh, okay and so this uh, was sorry when you were explaining this before i thought you meant that within the fictional construct oh no they didn't DC have like a cardboard universe. cut out no no no, no. She was, at meetings or yeah. something the real un the real un no yeah the real un as, as like an advertising tool okay yeah. i was confused. i thought it was within the dc universe nope that oh she no, was? no 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 like okay. the actual world un glad we cleared that up sorry no problem <laughs> well that's why that's why i was like why are people upset like just don't buy the comic book this isn't that big a deal but now okay. <laughs> yes. now everything makes more sense the okay. petition and a petition started to change that and recent this week she they're ending her run because mm-hmm. she just wasn't inclusive enough is how people feel. Uh, right. She's still a she's fictional over, character. Every fictional character. And, yeah, but they're thinking, I guess someone who's supposed to bring attention to women and girls' rights shouldn't be one in the American motif. Fair enough. supposed to be for the world. Yeah. And probably should be a little more covered than she actually right. is. Right. So uh, she's wearing like a leotard thing. Yeah, so to clear things up, the most powerful woman in fiction wasn't good enough. Who's not good enough, not powerful enough. Who grew up in a land of women and came to yep. our world to defend women's rights? Not feminist enough. Nope. Cool. Because she was sexualized. Because she was a character created it, yeah, to represent I, alternative sexuality in an era before that was accepted. Exactly. On but I don't know what they're hmm. going to do to replace her. Hmm. As far as I know, nothing has been said. Well, yeah, I don't know what fictional character they're going to get. I don't. Maybe it won't be American. I can't. But who? I, that's the thing. Is who would? As well, as well known as Wonder Woman. Yeah, because I mean, like, there are some anime characters, but the problem is sexualization. That's not going to yeah, work. work out very that's well. the opposite yeah. of what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. So I honestly don't know what their plans are. For yeah, them. confusing. I don't know. People get upset for silly things. They do. Yeah. Silly, silly, silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was much else this week because it's been very, very quiet. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, we will take a little break to hear from Comic Pento. Shaq, do you have a need for comics and graphic novels? I do have a fixin'. Well, what you need to do is go to ComicBento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps, and you can get $5 off a Comic Bento subscription. It goes right to your door. Yes! Five bucks. Dude, five bucks? Five bucks. Hey, guys, can I get in on this action? Oh, yeah. You can. You know what you have to do? Go what to ComicBento.com and use the promo code CGMEG in all caps and get $5 off your Comic Bento subscription. Five whole dollars? Five whole dollars. Whoa! Comic Bento! Get it now. And if you want to see what was in December's Comic Bento, it's on CGMEGonline.com where Cody unboxes it. So you can see what comes in Comic Bentos. Or at least get an idea. Of course, you can't get December's anymore, but you can get January's. So make sure you check that out. So, Phil, mm. you 
saw Rogue One. I did. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, it's called. I, it's so funny because when I was, I was doing the layout for the review, I'm like, is it really called Rogue One, a Star Wars yeah. story? It sounds like a fairy tale. Yeah, and I hate that. And I would have just called it Rogue One, but yeah, someone's told me that I have to use full and complete titles. Yes. <laughs> so I had to call it the thing I don't I'm like. I'm just really surprised that they called it a Star Wars well, story. Well, I think it's because they're trying to brand these spinoff movies yeah. as a Star Wars story. And I get that because yeah. it's Star Wars and they yeah. want to bank on that, but a Star Wars story? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, it's starting, not not that they're trying to squeeze Star Wars in the title because they mm. could have easily just called it Star Wars colon Rogue One. Yeah. What is is they spin off films. I think they want to, they're trying oh. to create that as something that, to get people excited about that so it's not just the trilogy because the spinoff films are going to outlive. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. a Star Wars It's story. awkward. It it's a mouthful. So yeah, it's a real mouthful and silly. Sounds like it should be a children's fairy tale. It does, right? Which Star Wars kind of is, but that's neither here nor there. Except for all the children murder and such. Yeah, because <laughs> no children are murdered in fairy tales. Never, that's never. Sure. Never. Yeah. Everything ends happily. Don't you know that, Felties? Well, sometimes things end happily, but I don't know. I'm like Hansel and Gretel and stuff. So they escape. Went they down. escape. Yeah, but it was implied that that witch was baking all sorts of kids into pies. Yeah, I guess they just came along and they were the strongest to resist. Yeah, it definitely introduced the concept of child cannibalism to children worldwide. Oh, indeed. Yeah. Um, And bad parenting is mm -hmm. a pumpkin, Peter Pumpkin eater or whatever. They just like, just leave the kids in the forest, whatever. Yeah, that's how it works. All, all, All fairy tales are horrible. Just horrible and would not be considered acceptable to contemporary tastes. Yeah. Um, so thankfully they count as fairy tales and we still get to share them. Um, but anyway, moving on to Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, so yeah, this is the first of the spinoff movies. It takes place before, um, uh, episode four. It is, um, like, like immediately before episode four. It, Indeed, is, okay. it is the heist of the Death Star plans that they describe Ooh. in the opening Tedit, uh, opening Tedit, opening sprawl from A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Felicity Jones stars as a, a girl with a troubled past who, uh, is in an, an Imperial internment camp and she gets busted out by the rebels. They tell her it's because uh, they want to they want to uh, go save her father, played by Mads Mikkelsen, mm-hmm. who is the person that designed the Death Star. Things are a bit more complicated, so she gets partnered up with uh, Diego Luna as a uh, as a gruff rebel who's seen hard times, and he has a buddy who's an Imperial droid who can take him around, who's like a. An Imperial droid who specifically um, transports prisoners so they can walk around with him and look like they're undercover. Um, And he's voiced by Andy Tudyk, and he's the the comic relief. He's in everything. You mean Alan? Alan, yes. Sorry. I was like, who's Andy? Alan Alan Tudyk. Um, And then uh, they meet a few other people to join their gang, including a a blind monk and a guy who shoots guns and a (laughs) pilot who... uh, and an Imperial pilot who left because he just had too much. Oh. And then, I know. And then on the other side of things, um, Ben Mendelsohn, who I mentioned earlier, because he's going to be Sheriff Nottingham in our new favorite Robin Hood movie. Um, he plays a uh, the Imperial officer in charge of uh, building and completing the Death Star, who has to answer to uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, who's uh, Peter Cushing, played in the original Star Wars, and he's back thanks to CGI, even though he's dead. <laughs> and also Darth Vader. Who does, uh, who does the voice then? Appear. If he's like a computer-generated version of himself, that I don't know. Okay, I'd imagine it was like like a voice artist who could mimic it best. Mm. Um, 
So anyway, uh, the movie was directed by Gareth Edwards, who did the most recent uh, American Godzilla film. I like that movie. And yeah, me too. Um, I like it, but it has problems, and those problems carry over to Rogue One uh, because uh, Gareth Edwards' sort of modus operandi uh, is that he likes to make blockbusters, and this goes back to his like first independent film. He likes to make blockbusters at the start as very small, muted human dramas, and then gradually grow into something big and crazy. Yeah. Um, and so, much like Godzilla. Rogue One takes a while to get going, which is weird for a Star Wars movie because they sort of start mid-chase. That's mm-hmm. kind of one of their things. They go out of the way to make this one different. Um, there's no uh, credits. There's no uh, like prologue sprawl. It just says Galaxy Far, Far Away, and that goes right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did find in the early going when it was sort of a muted drama with all these characters, um, because it's sort of a slow build to becoming an action movie, it, it, it did feel a little dull. The characters were a little bit, th- like Godzilla, a little more thin than they were being presented. The cast is really good, though, and got, that goes a long way. But there was definitely a period about like 30 to 40 minutes in where I was like, oh, no, I might not like this. 30 to 40 minutes? Yeah. It's a long time. It is. They take a while to get going. But thankfully, uh, once it gets going, it gets going. And the last uh, 40 minutes is basically just one gigantic sustained action sequence. I saw your review. Of them like, stealing the plans. It's all front-loaded, though. Stick it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, all, yeah, all the problems are front-loaded. By the time it, we, it get, by the time it gets going, it gets really going. The last 40 minutes, mm. are the, the heist of the Death Star plants are amazing. Um, just like Godzilla, Gareth Edwards is really good at like communicating scale with CG. Okay. So it is a really massive uh, battle and attack on various levels that's incredibly impressive. It is kind of cool in a star in that um, as much as it is very clearly Star Wars, and because it's set right before New mm-hmm. Hope, uses like as much nostalgia baiting as Force Awakens, and that like all the production and design and everything is just straight out of the original Star Wars movie because it's set specifically in that universe. But it sort of slowly gets to that point. It slowly builds that point and gets really, really nuts. It's very satisfying. Um, while I had problems with sort of the writing of the characters early on, the overall narrative is really strong. It goes to a very surprisingly dark place. It's probably the darkest Star Wars movie outside of Empire Strikes Back. Um, and there's not really much mention of the Force. It is mostly like a sort of rebel military action film. Um, and it just, it, I just, it worked really, really well. Um, I was very impressed um, by how how both dark and um, incredibly exciting it was. It does feel a little bit different. It gave me hope for these Star Wars uh, spinoff movies. Cause oh, that's I was, good. Yeah, because I was a little wary of yeah, these yeah. ones. Um, but this does, as promised, while it is very much a Star Wars movie, it's not a Star Wars movie, and that like it is telling a different story in a larger universe that, while hitting all the beats that people love, also does it and it comes from a different angle a different place and the fact that um they gave gareth edwards the freedom to sort of toy around with that gives me hope for uh, other directors being right, allowed right. to do even more so other directors who are better than gareth edwards to do even more interesting and strange things with it and um yeah it's just a good time it is a bit weird that this is coming out at christmas yeah because like when force awakens came out that was fine because even though spoiler alert han solo died it was ultimately a very like yeah, yeah. goofy, happy, inspiring, applause-worthy kind of movie. This has a lot of like applause kind of moments in that like there's some just badass stuff that happens that that's cool as hell. But this is like a downer ultimately, yeah. and um, 
yeah, it's a weird Christmas movie. I don't like. There's no way on earth that will do as well as Force Awakens. I don't think anyone expects it to, but it is a really, really good time, and I very much recommend it. And I'm excited to see what the future of these are. It's not the best. It's it's it's. I would say it's it's. I would say it's probably not as good as Force Awakens, but it's nearby, and it's certainly the best prequel to the original Star Wars movie that exists <laughs> by a hard. mile. No, I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Um, yeah, like I said, if you, like me, are sitting there and hit a point about half hour in where you're like, oh, no, trust me, just stay in your seat, stick it out, mm-hmm. you will get nice. what you wanted. Maybe go to the bathroom for a second, grab some popcorn. Yeah, 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 definitely. Show up late. You can put it together. It's not that hard. Um, but, uh, yeah, I do... The, like I said, the last 40 minutes of this are so amazing. I, it kind of has to be seen in a the movie theater because it's, it's crazy. Awesome. It's crazy. Did you see it in IMAX? No. No, no. I saw it in like an AVX. Oh, AVX is nice. Yeah. But I'm actually going to see it in IMAX tomorrow. Of course you are. So, yeah. I'll tell you about it at a later time. You can show up at the time you know it gets good. Yeah, I'm going with people who haven't seen it before, so oh, I don't so think they're going to go for that. I think you can have a nice 40-minute nap. Well, I may go have a, like a cigarette or something. Yeah. Early on. Yeah. And Darth Vader does make appearance? Yes, Darth Vader does. He's not as... Um, yeah, like he's obviously been in the marketing. We've been talking that up a lot. He's not in it as much as I thought it would be. Okay. But he makes presence felt sort of slowly... Yeah, just like as part of the build of it turning into a mm-hmm. big Star Wars movie, Darth Vader is kind of slowly laid in, and then he plays a role in the giant climax that is fan friggin' tastic. Does so, he do some uh, Darth Vadery stuff, or he just does. kind of sit at the periphery? Um, a lot of periphery sitting, and then yeah, he gets right into it. Oh, nice! Because don't forget, like the star, the first Star Wars movie starts with Darth Vader specifically chasing down these plans, right? Right, right. So. Obviously, he's got to factor into that. Now, does this movie connect at all to the storyline of The um, Force Awakens? No. Okay, because I know there's rumors that it would have some like teasers of what's going on in The Force Awakens storyline. Um, I mean, if they did, they were so well hidden that I have no idea. Okay. I mean, there's a chance that they were like introduce planets or something that will then come back in the okay, next one. Okay, fair enough, yeah. But there were certainly, like, yeah. like No Kylo, characters. Like, this is Ren the character that will be here. Anything like that. No. Um, like there's some, like now that I think about it that way, there are a couple little things that could come up, but okay. nothing so much where while you're watching, you're like, oh, Force Awakens. Okay. No, you won't be thinking that. The only thing you'll be thinking is, uh, original Star Wars. Okay. Just the purpose. Because I know that that was one of the things people were talking about was yeah. the things that go on in this movie might connect to Force Awakens yeah. in some way. As was- they did do some cool stuff with continuity in that, um... Because it's kind of weird to watch the first Star Wars n- now, whereas even because even with the sort of additions they did, mm-hmm. even with the, the stuff they added in the special edition, the scale is smaller okay. than all the Star Wars movies because the first Star Wars was cheaper and they were figuring out those effects mm-hmm. and everything. And so, like this one, in a funny way, the way the story plays out kind of explains why the Rebel fleet is a little bit depleted okay. relative to what it was in future movies. Like it's not overt; it's not they're like, and that's why in a few months it's <laughs> going to look like this. It's just <laughs> sort of like if while you're watching, you're like, oh, okay, well that kind of clears yeah, some yeah. stuff up. And they do some cool stuff with. Um, I mean, it's kind of a spoiler to give this away, but like it's such a tiny thing. Who cares? Um, where they. Because, uh, you know, like there's a big space battle near the yeah. end. And obviously, there's all the like cockpit shots of people. So they use footage of some of the like 
Rebel fleet from the first Star Wars. Okay. As if they were in that battle and then survived and then went on the next battle. Oh, which obviously okay. they would since the stories are connected and everything. So that's cool. There's a lot of little things laid in like that's that neat. that are really fun. Does the footage match? Because it would be comp- much older footage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can color time. And, everything. Right. and they've color timed this to try and look like Star Wars, right? So that does help. Um, Was there any furry creatures? Um, there was one kind of fuzzy one. There's a bunch of the like Admiral Akbar squid creatures. Okay. There's a few oh. of them. They're yeah. more like, are they squid like? I guess this like. Yeah, they're kind of squiddy. Yeah, for sure. sure. And um, there was uh, there was one kind of slime monster thing. Yeah, slime monsters are all. And right, yeah. yeah, not a lot of fuzz. Sorry, Mel. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair I mean, enough. you can watch the Ewoks anytime, right? It's true. You can watch that one where the kids end up on Ewok Planet. I did see a pop figure. The Ewok movies? The other day. Yeah, yeah, Ewok movies. Those yeah. are bad movies. They are really horrible. Well, they were TV movies. Yeah, I feel so, it. They're really yeah, bad. Of course. I kind of yeah. want to go back and watch them. No, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, it's a good time. Um, it's not like the greatest Star Wars movie, but... There where does it sit in the Star Wars universe of like ranking movies? Your ranking like of the Star Wars? Middle Road? Better than the prequels? Not as good as the original trilogy type thing? Or... Um, yeah, I mean, like, for me, I would, like, rank it uh, Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, and then Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. So well above the prequels, not not as good as the original trilogy. Absolutely. Well before. above the prequels, well above the Ewok movies, well above the Christmas special. No, no. no. Yeah. Nothing's as good as Christmas <laughs> yeah, yeah, special. Yeah. Let's be clear here. Yeah, definitely. Um, I still love the weird, like, people keep taking that thing down and it keeps going back. Oh yeah, they'll never get rid of that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's with us for for life now. What else did you see this week, Phil? Um, or? you're gonna find this hard to believe, but uh, they didn't really want to put out much opposite Star Wars. It's oh, a fair enough. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so I saw one movie called Collateral Beauty um, with Will Smith. Okay. Um, it's one of those movies where uh, on the on the poster, Will Smith looks kind of sad in his suit, and he wants I'm, to win an Oscar. I'm surprised he hasn't found his way into the Star Wars universe. Uh, I thought I'm it was connected sure to something else. Sure it's a money thing more than anything else. Um, but. Um, uh, yeah, so it's kind of like an It's a Wonderful Life sort of thing where Will Smith plays a really, really sad down on his, uh, really, really sad guy who just lost his daughter about a year before. He's um, partners with uh, Edward Norton and Kate Winslet and Michael Pena in an agency. They never specify what that agency does. They apparently have a lot of big ideas, and Will Smith was crucial to those ideas. But what does that mean? But he's been so unclear, but he's <laughs> been so. They just keep talking about how they have all these accounts and they need his help and they for these ideas. The details, yeah. So, uh, but he's been so sad since his daughter died that all he's been doing for the last six months has just been building elaborate uh, dominoes and then knocking them over and being really sad and mopey. So, Sounds like boring. Out of desperation, because they're going to lose the company, and it's Christmas, and they really don't want to lose the company at Christmas, they like decide they they hire a private investigator to follow him around and see if there's anything they can do to help. And they find out that he's been sending letters to love, death, and time. So they decide to Edward Norton decides to hire three actors to play love, death, and time, and talk to them as if they were like the ghost in the Christmas story or the angel in It's oh, a Wonderful yeah. Life. Um, and conveniently enough, he finds an acting troupe that's just three people. That makes no sense, but okay. Uh, Helen Mirren, who plays Death for them, and uh, Kira Knightley, who plays Love, and this actor I hadn't seen before, who plays Time. And then so they start meeting up with Will Smith and having conversations with him, and then he starts to open up a little bit. And then conveniently enough... <coughs> oh. It's Phil dies. Excuse me. Yep, Phil's been attacked. By the and then conveniently enough... 
because uh, Edward Norton's partnered up with Love to prepare her for her role, and uh, Kate Winslet's partnered up with Time to prepare him, and Michael Pena's penned up with Death. They actually all have problems that are like similar. So like uh, Ed Norton, uh, his daughter won't talk to him, even though he loves her so much. So he gets advice on love <laughs> and how to fix that. And uh, Michael Pena has cancer and won't tell anyone. So fortunately, Helen Mirren is Death can help him out with that. And uh, and Kate Winslet um, is running out of time to have a child, so fortunately time can help her out with that. And then, like, it starts to feel like, I don't know, maybe these aren't actors, maybe they're the real thing, and maybe everything's going to be all right. And anyway, it's a load of crap. And um, <laughs> I found it really incredibly irritating. It's one of those movies where when it was over, I was like, geez, how long was that? Was that like two and a half? Was that two? And it was 90 minutes. And I was like, oh, my God. It really makes time slow down. And, well, they have um, time in it. You yeah, of yeah. course, right? But it's not like train wreck bad. It's not like you could at least enjoy how horrible it is. It's just kind of, it's just mediocre and boring and like overly manipulative. And the most frustrating thing is just, it's a really good cast. Like all of them are good you actors. It's a pretty good cast, yeah. except you've never heard of Time before. Yeah, 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 except that guy. But other than that, they're all like really great actors and they tr they're trying. They're clearly trying. Yeah, like yeah. They don't screw it up. Even Will Smith is, uh, you know, does some, some good work. But it's just like, I don't know why it's this. It's a shame. The whole time, I just kept thinking like all the better things all yeah, these yeah. people could have done together separately instead of this nonsense. What studio is it? Uh, Warner Brothers. Oh. Sure. And so I'm sure everyone got paid, but I don't know how much they could have got paid with all of them in it together. It's weird. Um, but uh, yeah, more than anything else, just by the end of it, I just feel bad for Will Smith because he just like clearly really wants an Oscar, and he just keeps making these mopey movies that he thinks will get one, but they all suck, so no one cares. <laughs> And I just wish he'd like, like uh, Tarantino wrote Django for him, and he could have done that, but he didn't. And uh, I just wish he would like. Was that written for Will Smith? Yep. Really? Yep. He Why just didn't want to do it. Um, I think because of the N word would be my guess. Oh, and there's a lot of there? <laughs> there's a lot of that. Also, lots of swears. And he doesn't yeah, swear movies. Yeah, and he's yeah he's you know he's a Scientologist and all his movies when you and everything even going back to when he was a rapper everything's very polite and yeah. family friendly. So I'm sure he just was worried about the content. But I mean, like, yeah, like, I just wish he would, instead of, like, trying to force it, just, like, do more interesting yeah. work that challenges Step him. Step outside and, his box. Yeah, and he is a good actor. So, like, I'm sure if he could, like, get attention and win stuff, if he did movies that were worth paying attention to yeah, yeah. rather than this friggin' garbage. So, yeah, it was horrible. And I encourage you to never see it. Okay. And I'd be worried about it tricking people, but fortunately it's opening against Star Wars and no one will notice or care. Yeah. And um, I hope it goes away quickly and we can all pretend it never happened. I wonder if they opened against Star Wars because they knew this was just going to be a waste. Probably. Well, that and Christmas. Get the non-Star Wars audience as well. Yeah, they were probably thinking that as if there is one. And then also... Uh, Grandma's. It's no, Christmas. Wait, like yeah, of course. They saw it when they were adults. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> they're, just, they're not, not adults now. No, they're old people. It's different. Okay, so there's a difference between adults and old people? Yeah. Where is that line? What age is that? Um, 65? That's retired, fair. 70? You into old people? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. Um, That's fair. Horrible. That's fair. Just horrible. And next week's Assassin's Creed? Yeah, yeah. W I mean. Which I will have seen. They're screening it, so that's a good sign. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good sign. <laughs> if they if they're just like, no, we're not screening that movie. But also, um, that's a 20th Century Fox movie, and they're also opening that James Franco, uh, Brian Cranston comedy on the same day. So I don't even think they believe in it. They're trying to hedge their bets and hoping one of the two makes money. <laughs> so, um, yeah. How much money can you make on a... 
like opening weekend when it's Christmas. Lots. A lot. In the States and stuff? Yeah, lots. 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 Just asking. Yeah, like, the, like, I mean, Christmas is when both Titanic and Avatar came out. Is that when Titanic came out? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yep, it just yep, went yep. for like six months. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's in, <clears throat> other than the summer, it's definitely the most profitable time, so. Interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. Cool. Thank you, Phil. No problem. Did and you play anything this week, Phil? No, I do have something that I will be playing, and uh, uh, today, Friday, uh, that review will probably be up. Cool. But as of today, Friday, um, I have not played it That's yet. fair. Okay. Yeah. Well, didn't you wrap up the Telltale series? That's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that... Did you... Well, okay. since today is Friday, yes, I have played it. And but I, he can't talk about it yet. I can't talk did about you it. talk about episode four? Yeah, yeah. Oh. He didn't. Were, you were I gone. wasn't here. Yeah, no. you were gone. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Just ask. And it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it is good. It's really good. And no, I'm like really excited to play it. I just honestly like, there's been so much going on. The That's last fair. Week, I just didn't even notice, and I will. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> do it. I didn't. I noticed yesterday. Didn't even notice. I didn't. I yesterday like I saw like a uh, yeah. like an update file. You're like, oh. And I was like, oh, I guess that means there's a new episode. God damn it. I yeah. Get it right now. Um. So yeah, I'll. Uh, yeah. So like, as w- while you're listening to this, the review will be available. Cool. While this was be recording, it is not. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. How about you guys? Do you play well, anything? Thank you, Phil. I I, got, fi- I finished Dishonored. Dishonored 2? Dishonored 2. Oh, was it good? Yeah, I like it. Cool. You really liked the first one, didn't you? I liked the first one. I don't know if the second one's... Uh, I don't know if it's as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. I think it has some really good ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, the what first one felt unique. This one feels kind of the same, just more of that thing. Right. Is that why you liked the first one so much? Because it felt unique? It, it had a unique concept to it. And then they have this kind of multiple ending thing where you have mm-hmm. different branches you can kind of do based on what you do in the game. Mm-hmm. But they all... They're just like vignettes. So it's like, uh, I guess I'm a bad person, not a good person. Uh, right. It's kind of cool. Fair enough. Oh, no, I'm a good person. They, th- they just kind of like, Emily the just rather than Emily the vengeful. Right, like, right. That was a slightly different. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play it again to see that slight difference, but sure. Yeah, fair. It's a whole game's worth of work to get a different ending. It's and right. it's literally like a minute worth of ending. Yeah, and it's just like, eh, sure, I'm not an awful person. That's yeah. fine. It doesn't sound worth it. And then I, pl- I, pl- the games like really kind of suggest you play it like stealthily and don't kill people, right? Because that really kind of gives you the good ending. Yeah, yeah. But they make killing people so fun. Yeah, well, that's tough. So that's I just tough, I massacred everyone. That's as you should, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know Elias isn't here and he did the review, but Brendan, didn't you play some of Let It Die? I did. It's good. It's good. fine. Yeah. I mean, it's free. If you like, it's free to play. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the microtransactions are a little like pushy. Are they pushy? Because I think they're not super pushy. If you don't, it, it depends how you want to play it. If you want to play yeah. it as a normal game, they're pushy. If you want to play it as like every character you play is disposable, they're not pushy. All right, interesting. So how does it work? How does the microtransactions? So work? what happens is, if you you're going, it like kind of works like a Dark Souls game where you kind of go up and you go to this tower and you try to get to the top of the tower. Okay. All I saw was a lot of killing when I yeah, was... Yeah, so you kill all the other things that are blocking your way. If you die, you your body stays there. All your stuff that was on your body stays there. And you get a new body, you can kind of go through the dungeon again. But if you kill your old body, you get your stuff back. But you can also, when you die, you can pay for death insurance. You use real money for that. And then you just continue. It's like a continue. So you pay to continue. Yeah. This is like an arcade. Almost. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And it even has like a meta thing where you're kind of... You're actually in an arcade with death, just chilling out, and then you go into the game from the arcade. 
Okay. Sounds like pseudo. It's it's weird, but it does have that kind of meta narrative type thing. Hey man, for free. Yeah, like honestly, it's the best free game you can get right now. Yeah, I'd believe that. It's I just I, I do find the microtransaction a little pushy. Well, I mean that's how they're gonna make their money, right? Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I, I think it needs some work because there was a few bugs I experienced when I played. Like, it kind of glitched out in a few places. The combat felt a little janky in some areas. Is it only on PS4? It's only PS4. Sounds about right. But it's free. Hey, it's good. It's so, free. I mean, if you like free things, it's worth, it's worth two hours of your time. Yeah, might as well check it out. Things. Yeah, Phil loves free I things. mean, it's like 30 gig, 20 gigs or something like that, so it's not small. No, because it's, like, it's a full-fledged game. It's a full-fledged game, game voice acting right. and all this other stuff. So it, it feels nice. It's just... It, I, I, I kind of want to know what the experience that didn't have microtransaction was like. They should have made it so that... I always think that they should do this. This is yeah. how I feel. They should make a version where you can have microtransactions or you can pay that one-time fee and get a game. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish a lot of mobile games would do that. Yeah, yeah. But like if, I, if there was an option to pay like $69 in the game and it just becomes a game with no microtransactions, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'll do that. Because it seems like a fun game. But with microtransactions, are you could easily sink a hundred dollars in the game and not do anything. Yeah, I think that's what, that's why they do it, right? They probably make more yeah, money on they definitely do because you know all of a sudden I'd be like, I spent ten dollars on Candy Crush. How the heck did that happen? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Right. So I mean, it, it's actually not bad, but um, for free, it's amazing. Uh, but if you are looking for like another pseudo game that like you can kind of dig into and not have to do that daily login bonus and all that other stuff. Because you get every single day you log in, you get a bonus, which gives um, you death coins, which are the paid currency. You get like one a day, I think it's like that. One a day. So how much is it for death insurance? One. Hmm. Yeah, it's one. Not bad. Yeah. No, maybe it's like it's it's something like that. Yeah. Or you get like you get a, a nominal amount each day, and that basically covers a rec- a, a, a continue a day. A continue a day. So you get a free continue a day. Basically, so it was one of those daily login games. Yeah. Or you save up and then you play for a few hours. Exactly. That's that's what you can. But you have to log in to get it. Yeah. So you have to log in, go over, catch it, then log back out, and then okay. do it at the next day, and then do it the next day, and you get different items when doing that as well. So you get some different armor and stuff like that. So if you just want to like bank up stuff over like a month, you could do that. You could actually sit and play for four hours. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So it's actually it's not bad. It's yeah. it's, it's neat. I played or downloaded and played some of Rock Band Rivals. Sure. Because. Yeah, that was a thing. For the and longest time, I couldn't figure out what it was for the longest time because I saw it when I was up for pre-order. I'm like, okay. So I read through the entire pre-order page and I still didn't really explain what it was because they okay. sell it as its own thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's also an extension DLC kind of thing to Rock Band 4. Sure. So I couldn't figure out what the heck it meant. So we we got it. And uh, what it is, you know, behind the music? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You get to do that with your band. Weird. Okay. So there's, they record, I assume they can only be, you know, um, harmonics employees yeah. or something yeah. talking like they know all these things about your band. Of yeah. course, it's all generic because every band's yeah, different. Yeah. And then you play songs between the the. the oh, that's kind of neat. Okay. I think depending on how you do in the the, the songs, the uh, it, it plays change. one of the two different things. So yeah. Like, they were so bad, or they were yeah. so good. It was one of those two different things. And it's kind of funny. It is kind of fun. It crashed on me twice though in the same that's plot. Not great. So I started getting mm. really really upset about this. Mm-hmm. But the best thing about it is your first gig. There's one dude in the audience. Oh, yeah. And he plays like that one dude in the audience. He's mm-hmm. screaming at you drunk, mm-hmm. asking if you want pizza. And that just Weird. Mm-hmm. so funny. That's really hey. funny. But if you have Rock Band 4 and you've done the, the career yeah, yeah. mode and stuff like that, it does give you a whole new... Pl- How much is it? Play. If you already have Rock Band, I think it's $30. And you get new songs? You do get new well? songs for cool. it. Anything good? Yes. 
One of them, I believe, is Closing Time. I think that was oh, one of the songs. So I have Closing I said Time. good, Mel. But, I mean, come on. Think about it to sing. I guess. Yeah, yeah sure. Was, there's some good songs in the way of singing. I wouldn't know if you'd want to listen to them on yeah. your iPod or something. No kidding. I think if you don't actually have Rock Band, it's full priced. Weird. Yeah. Wow. So. And it's, uh, that. it's that's really weird. But if you're a Rock Band fanatic, which we are in my house, then uh-huh. it's totally worth it. Oh. And really, ironically, about a week later, I was on Amazon, uh-huh. and one of their daily deals was the whole Rock Band kit for $140, which came with Rock Band 4, Rock Band Rivals, the guitar, the mic, and the drum kit. Neat. That's pretty sweet. And I bought one. Okay. You did? I did. We need a new drum kit, and a new mic, and okay. a new guitar. So oh, okay. Well, totally that worked out well it. for you, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Maybe I'll give you the game feel, and you can play with us online. Um, well... That's a great idea, except I need a you guitar and a mic and a drum kit. Yeah, I had my rock band stuff was all for Wii. Oh, uh, and oh my God, yeah, why? Because that's all I had at the time. Oh. Um, and then I sold them because they were taking up too much space. They take a place. lot of space. They yeah. Take yeah. A lot of space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I regret it every day because I had Beatles rock band and uh, a couple guitar heroes. And you got to catch you up. Ugh. Other than that, anyone else play anything interesting? No, that's it. I guess that's all we nope. got this week. Just the new Batman, which was insert response here. Yep. <laughs> which was, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> well, how have you felt about the series so far? Love it. Well, there you go. It's so, probably going to be great. Then. I'm sure it's going to be great. I can't. In fact, I can't wait to see how they wrap it up. That or you'll hate it and be like, why? Why I, did they do I this? I find it impossible to believe they'll screw it up. They oh, yeah. So much, it's so much of it works so well up until this point. Yeah, yeah. I'm very confident. Um, I'm more excited just to like be done it and then be able to look at the story overall because they've done some really creative and interesting things and I'm curious to Makes see sense. how yeah. it all comes together. Yeah, Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. That's been good. I really recommend it, Mel. You should check it out over the holidays. I actually want to. Yes. You should. Cool. I do like the tale, but I haven't even finished the season two of Walking Dead. Yeah, I know, but that's Walking Dead. Who cares? This is Those Batman. Were, have, did you play Walking I played the Dead first one. It was all right. Yeah. And then, yeah, then never, it got dumb. And then I never yeah. played the second one. Didn't and they also just announce, like, the, or not announce, but talk about the season three? Yeah, for season it? three. Yeah. They've announced it a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but didn't they have some play of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're kind of an older Clementine now. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean. She's just going to get older and older and older so they kill her off. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll kill her off this season. Whatever. But you should, you should, yeah, Batman is good. You should play it. I will so check it out. You'd really like it. I'm going to play zombies, though, off uh, of Call of Duty. That's, what, that's my oh, next okay. thing. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. So next week, we'll have our Game of the Year podcast, which will be a little longer, most likely, because yep. there will be a lot of arguing as to who wants Game of the Year. I so sure. personally don't care. What would be your pick for the year? I mean, it would be Uncharted. might not be here. It would be Uncharted. But I also, like, I haven't played any. I don't do RPGs, and it seems like all the, like. Final Fantasy. Yeah. All the big ones this year are ripegs, as I call them. And um, I I haven't played them, so. It's hard for you to vote. I I almost feel like I shouldn't participate. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But Uncharted 4 was great. You should play it. It's amazing. Cool. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thanks okay. for tuning in, and you can check us out in all the social media: Twitter at CGMagOnline. Brendan, what's your Twitter? B four twenty six. Phil at that Phil Brown. Like I said, please follow Phil. He is hilarious. Some of your tweets, I just thank <laughs> you. I see them in the middle of the night and start laughing. <laughs> I'm Kixen Chaos K I X X E N Chaos, and of course you can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Comics Game Magazine, Google Plus, YouTube. CG Mag Online. We have our newest video, which is a video review of The Last Guardian. Cool. Which is actually narrated by Cody, nice. who is also the reviewer, who is very disappointed with it. Yeah. So make sure you check that out. Let us know if you like the video reviews, and we'll continue to do them. We are also giving away 
Suicide Squad. As Phil seems to love it. With Phil's raving endorsement, we will be giving away copies of Suicide Squad. So make sure you check out cgmagonline.com to enter. Can I uh, have a copy to break for a YouTube video sure. for our channel? You know, thanks, sure. That'd be great. Let's do you that. You can come up with something creative way to break it. Yeah, I'll do that over Christmas. We won't tell <laughs> Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you do you have like a Harley Quinn mallet? I do. Sounds like we got a there video. We got a video. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> 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 Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>